Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily. We've got some very interesting developments to report on today, and it all starts out with Apple. Silicon Valley keeps getting more and more interested in the automotive industry, especially when it comes to connected cars and autonomous technology. Google is currently the global leader in autonomous technology, so it shouldn't come as much of a surprise that Apple, with its massive $137 billion in cash, is moving quickly to compete against its arch-rival. Two sources tell us that Apple has quietly put together an automotive development group into connected cars and autonomous technology and is already poaching engineers from companies in the valley that are working on this technology. Japanese supplier Takata, which makes seatbelts and airbags, is facing a massive recall involving Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Mazda. That's because of a manufacturing defect in the airbag inflator that could cause it to malfunction. Over three million vehicles are involved in the recall. You know, I remember back in 1995, when Takata faced a recall of over 8 million faulty seatbelts, then the biggest recall in the history of the industry. Even though it was a global recall, the company and Japanese transportation officials blamed the problem on sloppy Americans who spilled French fries and coffee into their seatbelt buckles. And it kind of makes me wonder what kind of excuse they'll come up with this time. Despite being the world's cheapest car, the Tata Nano, has been a sales disaster. Since its introduction in India about four years ago, sales have been bumping along at less than 60,000 a year. The company thought it would do four times that amount. Last month, sales dropped 86% compared to a year ago. That's why the company is looking to upgrade the vehicle with more content to try and appeal to more customers. Part of the reason the Nano doesn't sell is because of its image. No one wants to be seen in a car that's known by everyone else as the cheapest thing that you can buy. There's been a lot of speculation over what General Motors will do with Opel. Some analysts think the company should just dump the German brand, but GM obviously thinks otherwise. It just announced a huge 4 billion euro investment in Opel through 2016, and that's over $5 billion. Most of that investment will go towards the company's plans to introduce 23 new models and 13 new powertrains over the next three years. We'll see if this effort works, but that is a huge commitment by GM. The Ford Explorer was first introduced to the American public in 1990, and it's currently sold in 64 countries, but it's always been built in the U.S. Until now, Ford's going to start building them in Russia with its partner, Solars. Last year in Russia, SUV sales accounted for 31% of the market, one out of three. And in related news, we knew that Lincoln would manufacture cars in China, and now it looks like the first Lincoln made there will be the new MKZ. But of course, this being China, the Z will get a stretched wheelbase to accommodate customer tastes. When Lexus started producing the LFA, 
it expected to sell about 20 of them in the Chinese market. But maybe because of that island dispute, only two of them were sold there. And one of them just got in an accident, which occurred shortly after the owner left the dealer lot. Turns out no one in China can repair the carbon fiber supercar, and it's too expensive to ship to Japan to get it fixed. So now the dealer's trying to offload what's left of the car. Originally, the LFA sold for almost a million dollars. The dealer is asking about $323,000 for the crunched up version. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at the highlights of the new Hyundai Santa Fe. Proven on the track and on roads around the world. Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the IZOD IndyCar Series. Hi, my name is Brandon Ramirez. I'm the Senior Group Manager for Product Planning at Hyundai Motors. With the Santa Fe, we're targeting active families. And with the Santa Fe, what we did is we stretched the length 8.5 inches and stretched the wheelbase 3.9 inches. And what that allowed us to do is to uh, add a third row seat. Also, it improves passenger interior volume by 38.6 cubic feet compared to the sport trim. Also, we increase the second room legroom by 1.9 inches. Now I'm gonna talk about some of the family-friendly features. We have a power liftgate that is very functional. You can use it, open it using the sensor on the tailgate as well as the keyless or inside the vehicle. And uh, we have an option for a six passenger or seven passenger, but in either case, you get standard, uh, standard three row seating. And the rear seats are functional. Um, you can, we have 50-50 split folding rear seats. And it's very simple. All you need to do is select this release, fold it down. You can even fold down the second row seat just by releasing this lever. There's also many family-friendly features like a rear air conditioning that's standard. You can see the vents and the B pillar as well as the third row. Also, there's a 115 volt power outlet so the rear passengers can play their gaming station um, on road trips. Um, there's a eight inch subwoofer that's combined with the Infinity Premium Audio System that includes 12 speakers and surround sound. Now, let's say your kids play baseball or soccer and their shoes are dirty. Well, you can put those shoes in the underfloor storage compartment so that way they don't have to dirty the inside of the vehicle. Now, with that said, the claw seats have Yes Essentials stain resistant seats. So if they dirty the seats, it's very easy to clean. As you can see from the rear window, we have a manual rear sunshade. And this has been very popular in focus groups among Santa Fe, uh, among Santa Fe sport buyers. Um, they really like the, the ability to shade the light from their toddler or infant. Um, on the second row, it can slide or recline. And some of the features that we offer on, on Santa Fe for the front drivers is we offer power front driver seat and power passenger seat, as well as dual automatic temperature control with clean air ionizer, as well as the auto defog system. It has a available heated steering wheel, as well as a windshield wiper de-icer for those colder climates. 
So as you can see, Santa Fe offers standard three-row seating and family-friendly features to reach those active families. You know, I find it very interesting that Hyundai has two very different models of the Santa Fe, and I think that could work pretty well for them. Hey, we're going to have a very interesting show on AutoLine After Hours tonight. It's all about superchargers versus turbochargers. And our guest will be Grant Terry from the Eaton Corporation, which makes superchargers. You know, they're starting to show up on much smaller engines and on car brands that never offered them before. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo to learn more about the latest technologies that are showing up in cars. And that wraps up today's report. Please join us again here tomorrow.